0: Welcome to the official Autodesk Inventor Podcast. My name is Garen Gardner. Today is October 14th and this is episode number 29. Uh, We're a little bit late getting a new episode out, but hopefully today you'll find some really great tools and it'll be all worth it. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a couple of features. We're going to talk a little bit about copying a surface, offsetting a surface, and then using the Sculpt tool. Now, Those of you that are in industrial machines or design industrial components, um, that's probably something that you think, well, I don't don't really need to take advantage or I don't really see the value of some of these tools in what I do. I think today you'll probably be surprised on some of the areas that you can take advantage of these tools. Uh, These are things that have been added over the last couple of releases in Inventor. Um, the offset surface has been around for a little while, but some of the others are fairly new, and I think again you'll be surprised on what we can do with them. So first off, let's start out. You'll notice that I have a, a remote control car here, and the the problem that we're trying to solve here is I've got a couple of components that there's a, an interference. So let's just go down to my uh, my interference, and I'm just going to take a look at the bulkhead and that bracket, and let's analyze these you'll notice that we get a little bit of an interference error where the bulkhead and that bracket connect one another. and We want to be able to remove that material but we also want it to be associative so when that bracket is put in place if we decide to change the length of that bracket that that slot or that pocket is automatically going to adjust adjust with it. Now there are a few ways we could go about this. We could create parameters and link it through kind of a skeleton model or parameter linking. Uh, We could also uh, probably do some derived Uh, use derive to do some of this, but I think you'll probably be surprised on how we can use some of these tools to achieve this. So the first thing that we'll do is let's just grab those components and isolate them. Isolate is a great tool that I use all the time just to burrow down into the components that I want to look at. So we can see we have the bracket and we have the bulkhead. We want to remove the material so I'm just going to go into the bulkhead. You'll notice that that bracket is a little bit too light. My application options I have turned on to where it's uh, it's a very uh, translucent part. But uh, what we want to do here is first we want to be able to bring the surface information of that part into my new part or that bulkhead. So we're going to take a look at some of the, the new tools in Inventor. And I shouldn't really say new, these have been around for a little while, but uh, I would say there are probably a lot of people that aren't aware of them. So we're going to take a look at Copy Object. Now one of the things that we've done with Copy Object, uh, this has been renamed, I can't remember what we used to call it, but it wasn't associative. So you could copy a surface into your design, but if you'd make a design change, it was a static snapshot. So you'd have to basically go through the steps again. Now we can actually capture this and make it associative. So there are a couple things that we'll do. I'm going to select that bracket. Now you'll notice that I can do it per face or per body, so if I do it per face, I can select various faces that I may want to bring in, but really we want to be able to grab the entire body. I don't want to have to individually pick uh, pieces of the face or pieces of that component. We just want to grab the entire thing. Now if this was larger, you probably would want to be able to do faces and just pick a handful of the faces. We also have the ability to make it associative so that if I make a, a change to that bracket it's going to update the surface in this part. And then I also have a couple of different ways to bring this in. So I can bring it in as a regular surface, which is what we're going to do, or we can do it as kind of a hybrid or a composite surface. What this is, is it's, it's basically a, a little bit lighter tolerance it's not stitching and worrying about all the end treatments. It's mostly for if you're doing like tooling and fixtures and you want to bring a surface in and be able to to build clamps around it and and use it in your assembly for constraining but you're not actually removing material with it, adding material to it, doing things like thickening. Um, You can't really do that with, with um, with a composite surface. So we're going to use the regular surface, it's a little bit heavier, but it allows us more options. So it just depends on what you're doing there. But we're going to bring this in, you'll notice that it's completely, uh, it brought the surface in. Now this is completely associative and we'll see that in a minute. So that's, that's basically bringing the copy surface, or that's a cos- copy surface of, of our tutorial so the next one is we want to be able to offset this we want to be able to offset it a little bit so that when we push it down in the when we when we push this bracket down into that slot there's enough of a, a give that we can push it down easily so that tolerance whatever we want it to be so let's come in and specify a thickness and again when i come into my thicken offset tool that's found over here you'll notice that the icon it looks like a, it's a yellow surface kind of on a sheet metal part pushing out a portion of it um, but we want to be able to to select that surface. Now I don't want to pick individual surfaces like we talked about before. So you'll notice that we can do a quilt. And if I use quilt, it allows me to grab the entire surface. I also have the ability to offset as a, a solid, or we can offset it as a surface, which is what we want to do. And then I can give it the value that we want to offset it, which is going to be 0.1 millimeters. This is a metric assembly, so we'll just do 0.1 and then we'll offset that. So now I have two surfaces, one over the top of the other. We have our associative one that we copied, and now we have the offset one off of that to give us some tolerance. And I'm just gonna turn the visibility of that, um, the copied one off, so we have just the original one. Now to remove that material, one step I'm gonna do, you'll notice that we have uh, this, this material that, since we had a hole in there, if we remove this right now, there's gonna be a little post there. So we want to be able to come in and I'm going to use the Boundary Patch and just select that bottom circle. So I also should have mentioned we'll use Boundary Patch in this tutorial. Um, But I'm going to select the bottom edge there and it just creates a surface within that boundary. Now I could select multiple edges as long as they would close up to create a boundary of that entire outer profile. So if you're just wanting to create a, a, a planar a planar surface that's basically with a boundary. You select the boundary, it'll create a patch for you. You can stitch it in or do whatever you want to do with it. Now this is going to be a two-step process. Uh, I'm going to come in with my Sculpt tool and what Sculpt does is it looks for a watertight surface or a number of surfaces that basically would create a watertight surface and I can add material or remove material with those surfaces. So in this case I select that surface, tell it to remove material, and you'll notice that it gives me the area that it's going to remove so with that we'll apply that you'll notice we have that little post so I'm going to go back into Sculpt one more time select that surface that we used earlier tell it to remove and it removes everything above so we've been able to copy the surface over add an offset to it and then use Sculpt to remove the material it's very easy for us to do this so now if we come back into our overall assembly or if we return up a level where we can see this bracket, if I want to make a design change, so let's say that we have to change the length of this bracket. We'll just come into this sketch. And I'm going to change this from 158 millimeters to 160 millimeters. And let's see if we can turn everything on for a minute. Let's, before it updates, let's just take a look at this. It's a little bit hard to see without edges on. But I'm going to return up, and we'll notice that it automatically, let's return up another level. Once it updates, you'll notice that that slot now shifted down, so it was up a little bit. In fact, let's do an undo just for a minute, and we can see where, where that, uh, that offset is. As soon as we return up, we'll notice that it shifts over based on that design change. So let's go back in, we'll make a, a change to bring it back, just so we can see how this works. So let's go, go back, make a, a change back to something like 159. We'll go to the side, just so we can see how this is associative. We can see where the, the cutout is right now, and we'll notice that it shifts over so this is a pretty simple case on where you might use this and how it could be advantageous to you although you know you may find some really complex cases where it helps you out but really you know make sure some of these tools that get added to the product you think that it may be for consumer products or somebody else but oftentimes these tools can be very beneficial to uh, industrial machine, uh, transportation, you know, different, different, uh, different things that you may do, these tools definitely have a, a valid aspect to them. So, with that, hopefully, you were able to, to gleam a little bit from the, the copy surface, the offset surface, sculpt, and even the boundary patch. And um, with that, probably the next episode, we have some new bonus pack tools for Inventor uh, for, those, for those of you that have Inventor subscription. And probably the the next episode, we'll talk a little bit about them, what those tools are, how you can find them if you're a subscription user, and uh, be able to take advantage of some new tools. So with that, hopefully you enjoy, and we'll catch you in episode 30. Thanks. We're here to talk to you about Autodesk Digital Prototyping, right? Yeah, I guess. What's up? You okay? I'm just not a big fan. What, of digital prototyping? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I just don't see the benefits. You're kidding, right? What about not having to build all those physical prototypes? All the time it takes to build them, test them, watch them fail then having to go back and figure out why it failed, and then doing it all over again and again. With digital prototyping, you just do all of that digitally and validate everything while you work. Great. My favorite part, ruined. Wait a minute, you like building prototypes? No, I like breaking stuff. You have issues, don't you? It's human nature, you know? Digital prototyping for Autodesk. Build and break less physical prototypes. This is probably a bad time to start up my scrap metal business, huh?